It's been hard getting a chance to work out when everything closes so early, and I don't get done working until late at night. Where can I even go to stay in shape? Zen 24-Hour Fitness Center is the place you seek. Whoa, where's that at? It's located at US 23 South in Alpena, across from Kiff Miller's Produce in the Lutz Plaza. Wow, thanks, God. Anytime, bro. Zen 24-Hour Fitness Center. For more information, find us on Facebook or call 884-4397. Zen, find peace in your busy life and get a workout when you want it. Hi, Steve. Hey, Matt. How are you? Very good. How are you, sir? You're pretty good. Hang on. Let me uh, bring in Brad here. Hang on. All right. Brad, are you there? I'm here. Matt, you there? I am here. All right. Excellent. <clears throat> All right, Brad, whenever you're ready. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is episode 78 of Hot Tape from the Kitchen. Two episodes in one week. I should be happy, and it's a very special episode once again, as we have Mayor Matt Walagora with us again, so welcome, Matt. Yeah, well, thank you, and I, I make it special, that's, uh, that's quite an honor. Yes, it's always special to have you on. All right, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And you can send us an email to hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. That is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And when I checked earlier, we didn't have any emails. So then we'll move on. I was going to put on that we have a guest, but I just thought we'd be better off just handling it the way we are. So. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to our hot take topics. And the first hot take topic is the census for Michigan, I think, was today. And I did mine online a couple weeks ago, so that was good to go. Matt, have you done your census? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I did mine a, a week or so ago. Um, oddly enough, uh, I got two, so I opted just to uh, answer the first one. Um, but uh, yeah, census all taken care of. Hopefully, everybody is. I actually did mine today. I was kind of, uh, I don't know. I thought of it, but I just didn't do it. And then I just saw a couple of people talking about it today, so I went in and we got it. And we got it done. Good. Do we know if there's a late period for that? Oh, I think when I got my first thing in the mail to say that I could do it online, they said that if I didn't do it by April 1st, they would send one in the mail. And then after that, if I still didn't do it, they would send a, a census worker around. <laughs> nice. I don't know if they're going to be sending census workers around now, so... Yeah, probably not. That's that'll be difficult. I, of course, we probably re remember when that's all they ever did. Um, super easy to do it online, though. I mean, you, they give you the login and it takes you like what three minutes, I guess, if you know enough about yourself. Yeah, it was pretty easy. Yeah, I I couldn't believe how easy it was. I was like, I can't believe people have such a hard time doing this when it was really pretty easy. So I had to help my mom with hers because she doesn't know how to use a computer or the internet. So 
there's people like her out there, but for the most part, it was it was easy. Next topic. We will move on. Uh, ESPN did a greatest college basketball bracket, and Michael Jordan was the winner, beating Larry Bird in the finals. Uh, I don't think Michael was the greatest college basketball player, but I guess this is what happens when you have the general public or just yeah, the general public voting for it. They're just going to vote for their favorite person, the player. So I thought Kareem was probably the greatest college player ever. But I mean, it seems like a pretty easy, either Kareem or Bill Walton. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, you're splitting hairs in my opinion. But I, I can understand why people chose Michael Jordan, more of a demographic that uses the internet type of thing versus what actually – people know so yeah it'd, it'd be interesting to see how the bracket would play out with the experts in air quotes doing it but i guess we'll just have to take it with what the people wanted so sounds good all right and topic three is Giannis Tintacopo posted a pic on instagram in the Knicks jersey, I I really don't care. He can do whatever he wants, but I think his brother plays for the Knicks, so it'd probably be a destination for him when he do, does become a free agent. But until that happens, he's stuck with Milwaukee for the time being. Yeah, I mean, right now it's it's called kind of all moot now because nothing's really happening. But I mean. Yeah. But, I think he just wanted to get a rise out of people. Oh, I definitely. And it gets people talking about something. And um, I I don't mind that he did. I actually kind of appreciate it. So. Yeah. All right. That's all we got. All righty. Well, uh, it's been a little while since we talked to you, Matt. About a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, well, I was the 50th and you said you're on 78 now. So. It's uh, at least been that many weeks, but uh, yeah, appreciate you having me back, and hopefully we'll get to topic I know something about because I have no idea all that <laughs> ramble about basketball you lost. Me. Yeah, that's <laughs> no problem. Uh, what's so outside of the obvious stuff that's going on? Anything new um, since we talked last? Um, since we talked last? Yeah, um, since we were on the pod last. You know, uh, yeah, prob- probably. Probably a, a whole gamut of, uh, of, of things have, have transpired since we talked last as far as the city goes, you know, with things opening and, and progress being made on a, on a lot of uh, projects and, and things of that nature. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't jot them down to, to try and recollect everything. But, um, you know, up until the very, very recently, we've really been, um, I think everybody would notice a lot of, of a lot of really cool stuff taking place in, in town. Yeah, I know and, um, also outside that... Of, outside of city government, obviously. Yeah. Um, I know you're also running unopposed, it looks like. Um, so I did that. That was... Um, so my my term uh, ended on January 1st, so I was on the ballot that 
most people probably didn't notice <laughs> in November. Um, I did run on a pose uh, for a second time, so that's um, that's a, a really a really big um, boot to confidence uh, that I feel uh, in the community. So um, so November came and went, and um, and I guess on a on a from the city's perspective, we also so city council um, we we um, no longer have uh, Susan Nielsen. Uh, uh, did not run for her seat this year, so we we have uh, Danny Mitchell took her place. Uh, okay. So on the city council, he was the only change. And then, of course, uh, just recently we have a new city manager, uh, Rachel Smolinski, was hired uh, after um, uh, Greg Sundin retired. And we just uh, most recently um, lost uh, a, a, a very, uh, very good um, employee there as uh, Adam Paul. He was a very huge asset to Alpina as our planning and development director. So he went and took uh, Jackie Krawcheck's vacant position uh, at the Chamber of Commerce. And uh, um, we've kind of so we we started a we started a, a the process of hiring um, uh, Adam's replacement and now have kind of extended that window, obviously and. Um, and aren't going to hold any any interviews or anything uh, until this uh, pandemic blows over. So, um, so those are the big changes uh, on council and in the city government. I think since uh, since we spoke last, and uh, of course the uh, the school uh, the school um, uh, millage passed just recently. So that was a that's a kind of a big deal, and we'll probably probably start to see some some changes once all of this blows over as well with the school system. Yeah, I know they really wanted to move pretty quickly on a couple of things, um, you know, to get them done. And the construction industry is pretty competitive. So it's a matter of getting it all done and hurrying up and, you know, getting, getting the work done. So, so, um, how so? We already know that we're in the middle of a pandemic here. Uh, what do you think is the biggest change for the city so far? Um, probably the probably the biggest changes um, uh, most people wouldn't ordinarily see because we're you know we're trying to we're trying our best to do business as usual in the departments of you know that that do any type of services. Um, so the probably the biggest changes that anybody would would recognize are that um, well obviously our buildings are closed uh, and so everything is is either online or or phone calls um, we've suspended all unnecessary personal contact uh, and so face-to-face -face meetings have been uh, difficult at best and um, and given the opportunity I'll discuss just briefly our, our upcoming meeting uh, on Monday and how that's going to work but uh, Probably to the to the general public, the biggest the biggest change that people will see or have seen is more than likely in the building department because because our two building officials do a lot of face to face uh, meetings uh, um, uh, when they do uh, inspections when they come out to to approve permits and things. People come in a lot uh, just specifically to get permits and things and so that's that's probably one of the bigger changes um to be honest with you i i think we when you ask what are the biggest changes i don't think we've seen those yet 
um, as a community that hasn't been um, put, you know, hasn't had any any uh, confirmed cases. I think I still believe that that's coming, and that's when we'll start to see the bigger changes here uh, with personnel. Uh, whether we lose any, you know, lose employees to to illness, uh, to be, you know. Uh, quarantined or anything like that that's when people might might start to see a, a significant change but uh, but right now you know we're just doing our best not to have contact we've done put in a pretty big plan uh, that we had ready uh, um, our city managers started a plan uh, with the department heads long before the governor enacted the, the um, EO so we knew that uh, we would do simple logical things like not having the not having the clerk treasurer at the office at the same time that the that her deputy is there that way that you know they they don't have contact with each other same thing with the engineer and his assistant uh fire chief uh deputy um uh, police chief lieutenant things like that so we've we've tried to separate people as much as possible uh, and uh trying to do business as usual to to protect and serve the city at the same time yeah that that it's great to hear. Um, what, how has, obviously we're, you know, the governor put us in a, in a shutdown mode. Um, how, how do you think everyone's handling it in our community so far? Um, I think as far as, uh, I think handling it uh, extremely well. Uh, you, uh, I think, I honestly think most people would be pretty impressed uh, as far as the communication level that we've all had. And, 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 and as oddly as it might sound, we have a lot more communication with our governmental partners and community leaders and, um, and even reaching outside the region uh, just in the last three weeks than we've probably had uh, ever. Um, we have a, we have a, a Monday Monday afternoon uh, conference meeting that started out with uh, somewhere in the high 20s, low 30s uh, participants this past Monday. There were 52 people on the line and all, uh, everybody from uh, uh, U.S. Congressman Bergman, Senator Thomas, Representative Aller, uh, all the way down through, you know, the chain uh, down to, down to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe, uh, you know, and so uh, uh, health departments all over the region, uh, the, the, and I don't know all the titles, but the, the regional uh, health department personnel, uh, personnel from uh, the commander of the CRTC base and his personnel, uh, state police, sheriff's department, pretty much if, if, you, if you ran a list of every department you could think of in the region, um, are all on a call to make sure that everybody uh, is aware of what the other party is doing and what the other party needs. Uh, Mid-Michigan is on the line, Chuck Sherwin, um, uh, the prosecutor's office, the judges. Um, and so it's, it's, it's been, um, it's been really a, quite an experience to know that we're all communicating. Um, and, and, and Bergman, who, you know, who, who has, you know, quite a quite a chunk of the state uh, to govern. He uh, he commented that there's really nowhere that he's aware of that is as communicating and on board uh, as we are here in the region. And so that's um, that's definitely something to say. 
Wow, that's that's good to hear. Um, I know that it's been when you just go through the grocery store, you see like uh, we went there last night. We actually saw toilet paper on the shelves for once. It seems things are starting to maybe calm down a little bit uh, versus the panic that we kind of had in the beginning of the week or last week. Yeah, I, I would I would certainly hope so, and and really. You know, you can always expect that to happen. Um, kind of glad to hear that it's starting to happen already. I, I haven't, I haven't been to, to a store in a while. Uh, I got, I got lucky on the TP thing. Now that you're on that topic, <laughs> I do, I do my shopping, and sometimes stuff like that, commodities, and in, uh, you know, I get it, and 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 it just so happened that I had, I had done my shopping like two days before all that TP stuff happened, and so. I'm pretty set, but um, it's good to know that it that it, that that that's that this restocking and things are starting to happen, um, and uh, and we'll just kind of see how that plays out. Yeah, I also it seems like so far, knock on wood, that our neck of the woods has kind of been slower on compared to at least the rest of the state. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and part of that. Part of that uh, theory is is maybe maybe obvious that we've that we're certainly not weren't equipped to test a lot uh, as early as the Detroit area was, um, but but I think obviously our you know we've we've talked for years, Steve. You've been involved in a lot of um, community meetings and stuff, and 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 we're we're basically isolated by a lot of um, highway traffic and things of that nature. So so just not having that. Um, uh, Gaylord is probably going to start seeing uh, quite a bit of that going through their area. They're on, you know, they're on the crossroads of a major highway. Uh, you know, we're we're blessed to be a little bit isolated here, but um, we'll we'll kind of see. Everybody, I think, is is waiting to see how long that lasts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've got my own theories, but <laughs> unless you ask, I'll just keep them to myself. I mean, I would love to hear your theories, but I do understand that, like, they're. Um you know you're you're not this isn't official this is just your own personal theory of course right. so. yeah i you know i don't i don't i don't know you know i don't have a crystal ball or nor do i you know am i a medical professional i just keep telling myself that that we haven't seen the worst yet here in alpena um we're trying to be as prepared as possible um but but even when perhaps the rest of the state peaks and we see the daily we we see the daily um, uh, numbers start to go down statewide. Um, my guess is that we will probably, you know, in the Alpena area may start seeing ours actually start at that point. Yeah. Um, so we have to be, we have to be prepared. And, and as we watch the state numbers, we don't want to, we don't want to put our guard down, so to speak, because once those daily numbers start to decline in the Southeast region, we might actually just, be starting our up cycle yeah um, and so yeah so we're definitely trying to prepare for that i was talking with a friend today this morning and we were talking about how really this last week not that we should have gone to work but we could have gone to work because you know that it is going to eventually be in our community and that's the point where we really need to bunker down and not, you know right, right now you're definitely right we haven't seen the worst of it yet yeah yeah. yeah. Um, 
one of the rumors I want to address with you, because I know it's not true, is that um, our municipal workers, the police department, are just randomly pulling people over for driving around. And I know that, um, that <laughs> I know that's yeah. not really the truth, but I just thought I'd give you a chance to talk about it real quick. Yeah, sure. That that actually came up on our in our Monday uh, meeting. Um, the the uh, state police department um, was, I guess, was inquired about that same exact topic, um, and uh, and our chief Joel Jett addressed that uh, with um, the local paper this morning. But uh, but but you are you are correct. That there was that was never that was never anyone's intention, nor nor are any of the. Um, law enforcement agencies doing anything like that and um anybody and i think it and it's just my theory again that some of the businesses and companies and manufacturing facilities that are still open um had provided their employees with with a letter that simply states you know my employee has been is falls under the uh, essential work order and so therefore can can come to work and blah blah and I, I think maybe people got the impression that they were supposed to carry those at all times in case they were stopped. They can say, hey, I work for this company. Here's my letter. Um, that, but, but that's never been on the radar of any of the law enforcement in our region and, and perhaps throughout the state that, that that's not something they're doing. No. I, I, I always said if you're going to drive like an idiot and be dumb, they're going to pull you over. But <laughs> you're going to get pulled over for the normal stuff you'd have gotten pulled over for. <laughs> Correct. So, you know, um, so, but, but just to be pulled over because you're on the road and maybe you're pulling a trailer or maybe you're doing this or maybe you're going there and they, it doesn't look like you're pulling in anywhere. Uh, it, there's just, it's just absolutely not, um, not something that's being done. No. Awesome. Well, Hey, I, I appreciate you, uh, you taking your time and, um, out of your schedule and sitting down with us for these for, to chat for a couple of minutes. Sure. Always, you know, I always appreciate you guys, um, giving me the opportunity, um, and, and just, uh, just kind of put out there to, for people to continue to, to be diligent. Uh, we put out a press release this morning with the city. You'll see it on the news tomorrow about, um, something that we really hadn't addressed before, uh, as far as, uh, sanitizing your, um, waste disposal, uh, uh, containers when you take them out to the street, uh, sanitizing the handle on your mailbox and things of that nature, because those individuals, they're not changing their gloves, nor can they possibly change their gloves every time, you know, from house to house. And so those, we want to make sure that those, um, any kind of contaminants from, from mailbox to mailbox or trash container to trash container isn't getting back to someone's home. So just be kind of diligent about uh, not only yourselves to protect yourselves, but the mail carriers and the trash uh, workers as well. Yeah, th there's a lot of unsung heroes that have been going on through this whole thing, and um... yeah, and, and that and it was brought to my attention by you know by one of the trash collecting um, companies that that they don't have a, a plan B when it comes to employment, and we don't want we certainly don't want trash disposal to come to a standstill because their employees got infected. So we really want to be diligent about stuff like that. Yeah. One last thing, Matt, if people are looking to get local information, how, what's their best bet to do that? Um, and that's, that's really probably the biggest part that I've been playing um, in this whole role. I, I get quite a few emails and calls and text messages and message, blah, blah, um, about different, 
questions about anything. And right now, right now, the most of your questions, um, if they're if they're legitimate, like hey, um, I'm working for a facility that's open right now, but they're not uh, they're not providing adequate um, uh, sanitation for us, uh, or or hey, um, I'm not really sure if I even should be going to work. Um, the 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 number one the number one website right now would be to go to obviously Michigan.gov. Uh, it's got coronavirus on there. It's got some links because a lot now that we're a couple of weeks into it, there's a lot of frequently asked questions that are very that are answered by the authorities. Um, the AG's uh, Attorney General's office has a website as well. Uh, and then locally, if it's a local question, um, you, you're going to want to put that towards uh, to Mark Hall. He's our he's our current emergency services coordinator, mm-hmm. uh, and and his his email address is um, Paul M. So H A L L M at Alpena County dot O R G. And so he's been he, he, he's uh, he's just been absolutely brilliant in his in his role and and really taking uh taking it seriously he keeps in the loop he'll what he'll do is he'll either forward your your email to uh the the appropriate person uh which he has definitely contact with or or he'll answer it directly so um he is our local kind of go-to guy when it comes to uh any any questions regarding whether you should be working or whether um or what to do, but just general information, uh, definitely Michigan.org is going to be, you know, general information about, about the virus. All the numbers are on there as far as cases and things like that. Um, so that's, that's where I've been definitely pointing people. Could you ever see a time in our future where Alpena or the County might have to do something and then dependently different from the rest of the state? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I've seen, uh, we just recently saw that Otsego County, um, uh, over in the Gaylord area, uh, they, they, they put out the, uh, um, uh, emergency, what do they, what do they call it? Uh, um, state of emergency. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, and so what that does, what that does is just like, just like for the state and just like for the country, uh, counties can, can, um, can do that as far as a state of emergency and, and what it does anywhere, it basically just opens up, uh, avenues for, for funding and to be able to, uh, open up their parts of their budget that they can, uh, spend money on and things that they can do, uh, that they ordinarily can't. And it's usually open for a short period of time, obviously during the emergency, uh, whether, whether Alpena gets to that point or not, I'm not really sure. Um, that would, that would definitely be something that we would, um, we would cover maybe on one of our meetings, but there again, that's, that's the, that's a county level. So, so I, I wouldn't really be too, um, involved in that decision. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned earlier about the city hall meeting was going to change a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So what we're going to do, uh, if I've still got a minute oh, is, yeah. um, so our, our meeting, we have a, by charter, we're, we're required to have two uh, meetings a month, first, first and third Monday of the month. And so uh, what we're doing is uh, our IT genius, uh, Steve Schultz, is setting us up with uh, a go-to meeting. 
and um, we're going to do. We'll we'll all be um, in our in our homes or where we're quarantined to or what have you, and um, we'll be set up with video and sound uh, at a go to meeting, and, and we're going to do a test run of that, and then that that meeting, all the information on how to log into that meeting will be uh, in sent out to the media as soon as we've got it dialed in. Uh, and it's just like if you've ever done Zoom or go to meeting or anything like that. It's uh, it's very simple. Uh, you can do it on the phone, or you can do it uh, on your laptop or tablet or Chromebook, uh, and log in and either watch or listen to the meeting. Um, that's um, been approved by the by the governor for us to continue uh, operating the city and paying bills and making decisions, but but all, but at the same time. Um, uh, meeting the re requirements of the Open Meetings Act, and so we'll still have a public comment section. Uh, we'll, you know, everybody will be able to see uh, what we'll do, and 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 just to make sure that we're uh, that that we don't miss someone's opportunity to to um, participate. Uh, what we're going to do is we're I'm working with the city manager, and she's doing a very good job of slimming our our agenda down to just the necessary items that have to be. Uh, dealt with in order to uh, to keep the city running. So we may have had something on there that that can be postponed to another meeting. If you know to to just to make sure that 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 everything's uh, meets the requirements to open meetings act and gives people an opportunity to to give their input. So just watch for that in the uh, in whatever local news outlet, uh, whether it be the paper, radio, or the or BKB, and we'll have that out there. Facebook stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. So I can check on my father-in-law virtually is what you're telling me. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> and I told him I, I said in a, in a in an email they they asked you know whether you know how uh, what my opinion was of video and and um and uh, or just voice and I my, my response was that any anyone that that intends to present uh, during the meeting should should have video so we should be able to see them too so. That's awesome. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I, I think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, anytime you guys want to ask me, shoot me out a question or anything, I, I'm really – that's my role here in the city. Um, I, I'm available on Facebook, Facebook Messenger. My phone number is on the city website, uh, email. Uh, a lot of times during these – during these times uh email or or even like a facebook message is probably probably the easiest for me to handle but uh always out there to to answer questions or direct somebody in the right direction for their for the answer and um i'll do what i can to to keep this rolling until we're back to normal awesome brad you got anything no no i'm good okay. well then i think we should just roll right into our top five Things we miss. All right. Sounds good. Top five things we miss during the shutdown. And I'll start off. And my number five is going out to eat. And I don't do it much, but just not being able to do it now is kind of, I kind of miss it. It is weird how you, certain things I think we've all taken for granted have really uh, reared their ugly head through this whole experience that's for certain yeah um number five for me it would be going just into an area without guilt i feel like 
anytime I leave the house, I just feel guilty about it. And I just feel like I should be barricaded in my house and never leave. And there are just these moments where I got to go and I just feel bad when I do it. So. Yeah, that's pretty similar to my number five, which was running small errands um, or just running here and, and zipping over there. And uh, so I've kind of, you know, had to make that huge adjustment of, of either piling up everything so I can make one trip if I have to. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much my number five as well. Awesome. Uh, my number four is my coworkers. So I actually miss the people I work with. And I see some of them each day, but just having everybody there in the office and working together, I just, I guess I kind of miss the camaraderie. camaraderie. Yeah. You have a pretty uh, close network there. You guys have done a lot of good, and I know a different couple times yeah. you've, uh, anytime you guys have donated community-wise, you've done it through that office, and you've done some pretty cool things with that, so I'm not surprised to hear that. Yeah. Uh, number four for me was your number five, Brad. I just miss going out to dinner and seeing people and you know, waving at people across. You know, I'd see Matt occasionally, and I'd see you and just, I don't know, that whole experience, I just miss it, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number five is pretty close to Brad's. I miss, uh, I miss working. Um, this is probably the earliest uh, spring that I can remember in years, and uh, and I work outside, and uh, so so it's really, it's literally killing me <laughs> not, to be, <laughs> not to be working, and, and it's, and I know it's, uh, a lot of people are unfortunately uh, out of work and not working and so I I feel for them and I share that um fortunately for me I, a lot of every year I'm usually not working at this point but just 50 degrees out today uh I really wish I would have uh, I could have the opportunity to, to work so I'll put that as my number four yeah awesome. all right uh my number three is doing yoga at the day I know I can do it at home, but there's just something about the in-person experience of doing a class, and I really miss yoga. Makes sense. You used to go, you'd, you'd come out of yoga, and then we'd pod on Mondays. Oh. Yep, that was part of the routine. Uh, number three, sports. I miss sports. My goodness. I never, th I mean, I knew I liked sports, but I didn't realize how much I liked a live sport until this whole thing went down, and. Everything all the way from my son's senior year of track all the way to, I don't know, Sports Center morning highlights going on in the background. I just miss it all. Yeah, isn't that? Oh, I, and I didn't even I didn't even put that on my list because I kind of threw it together pretty quick. I'm not a huge avid sports person, but um, but I do miss kind of clicking it on or whatever. And um, probably the best thing. Did you see that marble race on on Facebook? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That guy should do that live every day and, and just take take bets and stuff. That I watched that like four times. <laughs> yeah, I, so, the amount of free time that must have taken just thoroughly impressed me. I know, but uh, but as, as my number three, I put down um, events. I, I miss our local events that are being canceled, um, and you know everything from. I haven't met the wedding yet, but we're getting pretty close. We're probably a, a week or so out from me missing the first wedding that would have been would have happened but even even just big events uh at the 
at the Apex and things like that, I, I I'm starting to notice that I haven't been to anything like that in a while. So that's my number three. Right. Well, my number two is sports. You know, I've, I'm with Steve. I just miss seeing sports and take my mind off of things. And not watching March Madness this year just crushed my soul. So. <laughs> uh, um, number two for me is my job. <laughs> I miss working. And, uh, you know, I... I Still, we still can take calls and help customers out, but really we can't do anything. So we're just in this giant holding pattern until this all shakes out. And um, but it is what it is. So yeah, and I'm, I'm seeing a pattern that we that we probably got all got the same five things. Yeah. Uh, other, <laughs> other than sports, we've got the same five, just in different orders. Um, my number two is restaurants. Um, I I do in fact go out to eat a lot. Um, and so I, I kind of miss that. Um, certainly still um, doing uh, my fair share of takeout, uh, but but it's certainly not the same. Not the same as going into a restaurant and seeing, you know, looking across the room, seeing Steve or anybody else and saying hi. And the atmosphere is completely different when you're sitting in your own dining room. But uh, so I, I definitely miss going out to restaurants. Yeah. yeah. All right. My number one. Like I told Steve Sunday on our first pot of the week, I miss the small things, and what I really miss the most are just hugs. You know, a hug just brightens my day, and not being able to give my mom or my niece and nephew or Steve or Matt Mishinsky a hug and just glaring on me. It is tough. Because yeah. those people that you did hug when you saw them, now you really can't do it when you do run into them. So it just becomes this really weird, awkward thing. And, and I know a couple of people that would that that's probably on their number one list of positive things about this. <laughs> yeah. is that they have to deal with hugs. <laughs> You're right. I know. I live with someone like that. So uh, <laughs> uh, my number one thing for me is my morning routine. Um, I'm just kind of like OCD like that. So I've had to create a new one. But um, I, I just miss going, getting up, going to work, stopping at Cabin Creek, saying hi to the girls, getting in, and just that whole thing was very soothing to me. So now I've created this whole new one of getting up and making coffee as slow as possible, and just I don't know, it's the new normal as we call it, which hopefully it won't be too long. But uh, just you know, but I definitely miss the old routine. Yeah. Um, so maybe it'd be. Not so surprised, but I, I when I jotted down mine, I, I left bars as number one. Um, <laughs> so I um because I just I, I go I live alone with a dog, you know, and 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 so I do go out quite a bit, and it's not so much the bar, um, it, it's it's the atmosphere, you know, and I can put that into anything, whether it's going out to the bars and and chatting with people and and sitting and having a slider or whatever, or, or going to the booster club and, and sitting with the guys there and, and gals and playing some cards. And so just the, just the, um, my nightlife has, has taken such an incredible change. My, my morning routine is still pretty much the same. Unfortunately, I understand Steve, but, um, my, when it hits five o'clock and I'm not going anywhere, it just, that, really been probably the biggest thing that I missed so yeah I think routines overall that we all had I think um and for those of us that find routine soothing um it, it's just weird and then it's just uh 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm very routine. So. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming by. <laughs> Virtually, of course. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully, uh, yep. Hopefully, things turn around, and and obviously, the most uh, the, the the worst thing about about this whole situation are the deaths that we're seeing. But uh, we'll uh, we'll keep being diligent as we can here in the region, and hopefully, we won't get to that point. Awesome. All right. Well, until we talk again. All right. Well, thanks again, guys. Uh, anytime, give me a buzz. I appreciate you. You. You calling me up again and put me on the show. Hey, appreciate it, Matt. No problem. Thanks for stopping by. All right. See you, Brad. Yeah. Brad? Yeah. Awesome. That worked just how I wanted it to. Good. Yeah. So you have anything closing out you want to close this episode out with? Um, it's a beautiful day outside. It is. I think we're going to try to go out for a quick walk. So. Yeah. I think I'm going to disinfect my mailbox and door handles here. <laughs> awesome. All right, buddy. Well, I will talk to you soon. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.